0: So, welcome to the Embody Your Light podcast, a podcast that helps you to discover the healing power of your hands and reclaim your own wellness. We are exploring the ancient Japanese healing art called Jinsenjutsu and the easy practices it teaches to improve your health and well being. So, today I will talk with Wayne Hackett, one of our much appreciated Jinsenjutsu teachers. Uh, about Jinsenjutsu and his already quite long journey uh, in Jinsenjutsu. Uh, Wayne is one of the first three teachers that started to teach with Mary Burmeister, the founding mother of Jinsenjutsu in the West. I am Marna and I am a Jinsenjutsu practitioner in the Netherlands. And for the last 20 years, I have been running a successful Jinsenjutsu practice in The Hague and also organized several Jinxin Jutsu classes again in The Hague. And one of my guests in one of uh, those classes has been Wayne uh, and he teached a beautiful class on astrology and Jinxin Jutsu here. So hi
1: Wayne. Hi Amarna, thank you, it's good to be with you. Thank
0: you. So you're so welcome and thank you for accepting my invitation. Uh, I can see you it's very nice I can see you on zoom our listeners are not going to uh, be able to see you because it's a podcast but uh, I like to see someone when I'm talking to uh, to them so uh, Wayne and I we are going to have a conversation about a topic that we both love uh, so much so we are going to talk about ginseng about energy about astrology about numerology and how all this is connected to us, to our body, to our being. And uh, Wayne has been dedicating his life to Jensen traveling the world to share his knowledge and wisdom on this beautiful ancient healing art with us. So, yeah, now we meet here on this podcast and I'm so happy that you are here today. So maybe you can introduce yourself to the listeners a little bit.
1: Sure, Marna. Great. Well, first let me say thank you to you because I'm grateful for the outreach, for the ability to be with our friends, the students, and our friends around the world until we get past this uh, limitation uh, on travel. I'm looking one day, uh, forward one day to coming back to the Netherlands and hugging you and, and being with our students in person. But in now, in this time, Marna, thank you for providing an avenue for us to be together. So thank you for that. Um, I began my journey in the art of Jenshin in 1977. I was uh, a young man looking for his way in life. I had left dental school. I had left a brief career in teaching in public schools. And I was looking for something to satisfy my heart. And a friend invited me to go with her to Scottsdale Arizona to study with Mary Burmeister and she said I asked her I said why why what is Mary teaching and she said Jin Shin I said what is that I couldn't even say Jin Shin in those days and uh, she said I think you better find out for yourself so I jumped in the car and Betsy and I drove off to Arizona from Colorado and uh, I was introduced in November the 14th of 1977 to a woman named Mary Burmeister. I'd never had a Jinjin Jutsu treatment. As I said, I could hardly even pronounce the word. So I was completely ignorant of of this beautiful art. And I spent a week with Mary Burmeister and it transformed my life. Yeah. that was in November. I was so taken, Marna, with with the art that when I returned to my home in Boulder, Colorado, at that time, uh, I immediately talked with Mary and I said, "Mary, would you be willing to come to to Boulder and and present this to the community here?" And that was in 1978, the first of what became an annual visit for Mary. To Boulder, and it became really one of the centers of jinjitsu in the United States. And she was there every year until she ended her teaching career in 1990. So that's how I was introduced to the art, and uh, became an organizer for her classes, and uh, the journey began.
0: Yeah, and it stayed with you.
1: Oh, my goodness. Yes. You know, I was a a dedicated student for, well, for three years specifically. And then I had a healing issue. I was diagnosed with appendicitis and was told I would need surgery. And I'd been sufficiently initiated and grounded in Mary's teaching that I thought, well, perhaps that's right. Maybe I will need the surgery, but maybe there's something that I can do for myself to help myself. You know, one of the things that Mary always stressed about the art is that it's it's for self-help. We can take care of ourselves. It's an innate wisdom. It's it's within the construction of our bodies. And so I thought that day in the emergency room, maybe I should go home, see if there's something I can do within this natural form of self-care. And. I left, went home, applied my hands. And sure enough, Marna, the next within 20 minutes, things changed. And I, I, what really validated this for me was the next morning, I went back to the doctor at his request to continue uh, diagnosis to see how I was. He was so certain my appendix was going to rupture. He was very concerned for me. So I went back the next morning, the blood work the day before had shown infection, no infection. All of the diagnostic tests showed no appendicitis. The doctor was able to palpate and feel my abdomen, which before had been so tender, no pain. And so that for me was such an incredible miracle. It was such a magical experience that, that's when I really committed myself to the art and to the study of the art.
0: Yeah. Yes, so nice. Of course, you, you have told this story also in class. And uh, yeah, I want to add, because uh, one time my daughter uh, had a very severe pain in her belly, but so severe that I thought, okay, I need to go to the doctor. And my doctor uh, was uh, before a surgeon. Ah. So I went to him and uh, he felt and he was completely sure that it was also uh, an appendix infection. Or how do you say it? A-
1: Appendicitis.
0: Appendicitis. So we went immediately to the hospital. He was not uh, my doctor. He was always very kind to me. I was always allowed to, to take some extra time to see if I could work on myself or on my children. But this time he was really like, no. Now you're her mother and now you are deciding that we're going to the hospital. Okay, so we went to the hospital and I started to do this hold that you teach in class uh, for this kind of uh, problems. And uh, well, and my daughter, she is a model. So I really didn't want her to have a surgery too, neither, because of course that will, yeah, for her, it's important that her body is in a beautiful shape, of course. And uh, so I have been doing this like for two hours, I have been holding this hold in the hospital while they were doing all the tests and they were really not sure what it was. They couldn't figure it out. And uh, in the end, after an afternoon in the hospital, we could go home and everything was okay.
1: Wow. So So, you know from your own experience about the power of these simple actions.
0: Yeah, yeah. And After two hours, my daughter was like, "Ah!" me anymore of course but <laughs> I was so happy that that there was of course I cannot like uh prove that it helped but well uh, there was no surgery and there was no any problem anymore so yeah I was very happy of course
1: you know marna I, I also think it's important for for me to to say to our friends and and the world out there if you have the surgery if that's something that happens that's fine, too, because yeah. in the art of jinqin what we know is that all things work together for good. And we can use the art to complement our lives wherever we are and with whatever medical conditions. You know, I'm, I'm not saying don't have the surgery. That's the point. No. But you do have the option to help yourself in some way with this yeah. simple art.
0: Yeah, so, so true. Because I was also really like... If she needs to stop the operation, I know what to do. I can help her. I can help her to ease the pain. I can help her with her scars. I can help her no matter after what.
1: The back, after the yeah. surgery, if that's the, the process that you go through, then yeah. the art of gentian will also be available to help you deal with those consequences.
0: Yeah, so that was, yeah, I, I felt really empowered by it. So, yeah, just to add to your story. Um, can you maybe also explain, because there are, of course, uh, people who know what Jinsen is, but how would you explain uh, to
1: like the lay, lay people mm-hmm. <laughs> what Jinsen is? Well, when, when I meet someone and, and they say, Oh, what do you do? and I say, jin Jutsu or the art of Jinsen I study. They, of course, ask, well, what is that? Because it's not yet well known. It's going to be one day, yeah. I trust. But so I say, you know, we are energy and matter. We are not simply a physical being, but we have an energetic body as well. And sometimes I'll even use analogies like, analogies like um, the gasoline that runs the car or the electricity that provides the energy for the, the lights and the appliances in your home there is energy that allows for physiology and we humans have an energetic body that provides the fuel and nourishes all of our physiology when that energy is diminished or is limited or is stagnant and doesn't furnish the necessary fuel then the body's physiology becomes deficient and we begin to get effects in the body what we call projects that need to be harmonized. So the art of Jin through simple application of the hands, reestablishes harmony in this energetic circulation so that the body gets the fuel it needs to perform its physiology, its functioning. That's how I would explain it.
0: Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, it's always nice to hear someone else explain it because, yeah, it's always difficult to explain what you're doing when you are a jitsu, jitsu practitioner. Exactly what yeah, you're well, saying.
1: favorite ways to do it, Marna, is to say, lay down. Yeah. You know, I really have the opportunity to say that to someone. I'd say, lay down, feel what it is. Yeah. Let me give you an experience of the art and then you'll see how hard it is to verbalize this.
0: Yeah, yeah. so sometimes when I have been treating a child and then the mother says, and how was it? And then the child is like, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's always so interesting to see that it's so difficult to explain the experience and the experience, well, yeah.
1: But isn't it true, Marna, that so many of the experiences in life that are really precious, that we really enjoy are beyond words. They're so difficult to put into words how something feels when it's really a a very precious moment, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's true, yeah. Yeah, and you also, you always also um, explain like Jensen Jutsu is the art of like being happy and healthy.
1: So. Well, that's part of our philosophy, part of our teaching. The message in the art says that we are the creator in matter as laughter. That happiness, and I'm talking about true joy and happiness, are our intended state. We're meant to be happy. Yeah. And so the, the projects that come along, the, the difficulties we have that take us out of that happiness are, are things that the art of gentian can help us to relieve so we can go back into what we feel is our natural state of being, happy and healthy.
0: Yeah. Well, I have been ex- experiencing this like that in my life. That even though when something was hard, maybe there was, yeah, you could also, <clears throat> I'm sorry, you can always help yourself to move through it easier.
1: Yes. Well, I think I think we all, especially in these days of limited movement and activity, I think a lot of us are feeling um, lacking in terms of help and support and relationship and connection to the world. And what I find is, the art of ginshin continues to give me a feeling of empowerment. Yeah. Okay. I can't go and do this. I can hold my finger. Yeah. I don't exactly. have that available to me. I can use this flow pattern that gives me a sense of health and happiness. And, and it's been really a great friend, especially in these recent years of, of the COVID situation and so much limitation on our, our personal expression. But, but the art of gentian gives us tools for self-help, for self-expression and um, help me not to feel so alone and isolated.
0: Yeah, I, I have really also the same. It's, it's just that feeling of being at home or something in yourself, whatever happens in the world
1: <coughs> or you whatever the-
0: happens with you.
1: Whatever happens with any of us, yes. And, you know, the, the teachers of the great sages have always said the real lesson in life is to learn who am I, to, to get to know myself. And the the art of Jinshin teaches that it is the art of getting to know and help myself. So it's a perfect fit for this journey of self-discovery that, that ultimately we're all upon, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's really... <clears throat> Uh, I could also really feel that it could, re- it really helped the community to be with Jin Shinjutsu, especially like in the first month, <clears throat> in uh, March 2020. I really felt the call to do something. So we were, uh, yeah, I decided to do something uh, on Saturday and in on Sunday evening, we were with 200 people and we have been doing like the mudras and it was so helpful to be together Uh, in that difficult month and um, yeah to be together to practice together although it was all virtual and later on one of my clients who was in that group told me that uh, because of her feeling so well she was able to help her cousin who was feeling a little bit low and depressed and she gave her this mudras and yeah she was able to help someone else because she was Feeling quite good during that month. So
1: yes, it's well, that's, really- that's the art, isn't it? The art is giving us tools where we can help ourselves. And as soon as we start feeling better as human beings, of course, we want to help those that we love, those that are around us, or maybe even the stranger on the street that you meet. There's such a sense of gratitude
2: for our own
1: well-being that we then want to share that with others. Yes, that's the art.
0: Yeah, I, th- I thought that's, it was a beautiful way to, uh, yeah, to experience it together. And uh, it's of always heard. nice to have that feedback too, of course. So yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit with you about Mary because uh, there are, of course, not so many people talking about her and knew her also personally like you uh, as, yeah, you have been one of the first teachers who started to teach with her. So yeah. Could you share one of your favorite memories, maybe, or something that has really stayed with you?
1: Wow. There are so many beautiful moments that, that Mary and I shared in my life. Um, one of the first really profound experiences of Mary was in my very first class using the art. For the first time as a brand new student, not knowing what I was doing, I had my hands on another student. And I remember Mary in the doorway, sort of just watching all of the class and what we were doing. And as I had my hands on this man, he was a big, robust man. And uh, I had my hands on his abdomen. And all of a sudden, this big expanded chest just relaxed. And all of that that volume, that big barrel chested just relaxed. And I was, I couldn't believe it. I was in amazement. And I looked at Mary, she was sitting in the doorway as I said, and she just looked at me and smiled and walked away. That was her acknowledgement. She, yes, Wayne, this is what's going to happen when you play with the art of ginshin you're going to find miracle after miracle and the body's gonna respond in ways you cannot believe. So from my first class, that was day one of the first class. I realized I was dealing with an art that was beyond my ability to mentally understand, right? There was a mystery to it. And Mary's acknowledgement, as it often was, I learned later to learn in being with her, She often didn't express things verbally. She would give you a look. She would nod her head. She would glance at you and sort of give you a a wink. And you knew that she knew, yes, welcome to the world, Wayne. Welcome to the art of Jinshin. So that's one of my favorites. There was another time when I was, we would go regularly and have treatments twice a day for two weeks maybe, or to really once or twice a year, keep ourselves, really in good, robust, profound, healthy. And I was in one of those sessions, I think it was after the seventh or eighth day. She left the room after the treatment. She opened the door back to me, stuck her head in and said, now you're free from your past. Well, that was so profound. I can't even, you know, it spoke to my heart in a way, to my consciousness in a way that I knew what she was talking about. And I did, I felt free, I felt liberated. I was no longer bound by those errors, that that ignorance, you know, that had come into my life and I'd made choices that didn't serve me and all those things. And she said, now you're free of your past, okay? Even ignorance, you know, Marna, Mary didn't make ignorance a bad thing. She defined ignorance as the lowest form of wisdom. <laughs> and so she didn't that was one of the things I guess you wanted. I want folks to know about Mary she was so unconditionally loving and non-judgmental yeah she quoted Mother Teresa and saying if you're judging people you have no time to love them and she was always encouraging that we not be judgmental of each other that we all are here to learn to learn we all have project and so those are the things I remember about Mary's teaching. Of course, there were other profound moments of ahas and learning, and, and she incorporated things that I enjoyed like the astrological message or the numerology story and, and how it all comes into our, into our art of philosophy. Um, but the moments that were really profound were those often unspoken in being with her. Yeah. Oh, and one other time, another comes to mind now. We were, Mary and I had gone to dinner, just Mary and I, we'd gone to one of her favorite restaurants and we'd had dinner. And then she was taking me back to the apartment where I was staying. And she was in this brand new car. The boys, her sons, Michael and David, had purchased her a new car. It was a nice car, but most of us was like, oh, BMW, nice expensive. But what Mary was fascinated with was the lights on the dashboard. And she said, look, as I punch this button, watch what happens. And know that she wasn't concerned about the brand or the label or the thing. What she liked was the lights. And <laughs> there was a little girl, the playfulness in this woman that was also so endearing, so much fun.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that was also, that, was, that is something that made her special that like that playfulness you could really feel maybe the yeah the 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 bliss which he was just carrying from within
1: exactly she wasn't simply telling us that we're to be happy she was showing us what it looked like yeah be that happy creation of energy and matter Yeah.
0: yeah so beautiful yeah i wanted to can you share the story because you shared the story uh in class sometimes where we were talking about the touch, how we touch your body, how we touch ourselves, because we use our hands to touch someone and to open up that whole energy body. And uh, well, there are so many ways we can touch someone. And I'm always teaching people to have a very light touch. And uh, because I always say, yeah, when you use pressure, what, what do you think happens in that energetic flow? But you are talking about uh, or, and also other teachers have been talking about Jensen, uh, about Mary um, as uh, she, I have heard other teachers also say that she had a steel fingers.
1: Well, that's a great, yeah. Also a part of my education was early on, Mary had a wonderful partner named Patricia who worked with her in the office for many years. And when I went for that first class, After the class, we were all able to receive treatment, and of course, as I said, I'd never had a session, and so after the first day of class, I'm laying on the cot waiting for my treatment, and Patricia comes in, and she gives me a very beautiful treatment, and her touch was so gentle that it felt, as I've described, butterflies were dancing on my body. And I thought, oh, this is interesting. This is the art of ginshin, butterflies dancing. And I sat up on the table after that treatment, and I had that sort of lightheaded, wonderful feeling. Oh, my goodness, this is great. And I thought, oh, this is the art. Great. The next day after class, good. I'm looking forward to the butterflies dancing again. And in comes Mary to give my treatment. And she immediately put her hands on me. And began the treatment and I looked at her and I, she was at my head, actually, and I'll never forget looking up at her and saying, oh my goodness, where are the butterflies? And she said, oh, me, they call old steel fingers. I have a very different way of touching the body. So I learned that day in my very first class again, that different practitioners, different artists have different ways of being with the body and so Mary did have a very strong grip on on the tissue. Yes, I learned yeah. that very early.
0: Yeah, I was wondering about it because I read in a book about Tai Chi. I think it's the juice, the juice, or something it called it is called, and it's talking about the importance of energy flowing through the body and that uh, the posture, because of course. Tai Chi is a lot also about posture. And sometimes there is maybe the focus, but this book is telling you like the energy is first and the posture will follow the energy. So it's very important to really connect to that energy. And that's where that book is talking about. And then uh, in the book, he explained how he was looking at it. And he said, all the energy that starts to be, is concentrated in the head, then it goes from the middle to from, to the, from the head all the way down to the feet. And when it reaches the feet, it comes back up into the chest, into the hands, and then it is called steel. And I thought, hmm, could, it, could this be why the touch of Mary felt as steel? Because maybe she was so connected and so centered that it was not really like pressure, but it was more that kind of energy.
1: And absolutely, Marta. And, and what you know from your years of study, that's the same thing that we teach about the energy, that it comes and goes, that all combined energy goes to the head, then goes back down to the feet, and then it nurtures all the body from the chest and then out to the fingers, etc. I believe that's exactly what Mary was using. And that language, steel, she would say, it's not pressure. I'm simply at the center of the energy lock. I'm simply in the, in the bullseye, she called it, of where we need to be so that the energy can move.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. So.
0: Yeah, I can also remember my aunt, I was for a session with her, she was my mentor. And uh, I was uh, in her office and she gave me a session and she just lightly put her fingers on the middle of my sternum and I was. it was like a knife all the way like, oh, until my bone, it was, I was like, what's happening here? It was such a, yeah, it's, it's such an amazing, interesting phenomenon. Uh, the
1: sensitivity phenomenon, increases when you get to the center, you see. Yeah. And that's what Mary was bringing us aware of, was that, that very sensitive area through her touch because she was so specific about the way in which she touched the body.
0: Yeah. What did you say? Can you repeat that about when you are in the center?
1: Well, when when you're at the center of the energetic body, you know, we have these centers in the art we call safety interlocks. But when, when you're in the center and right at the bu- what Mary called the bullseye, then the sensation is really amplified. There's a greater sensitivity, and yeah. that's what we're ultimately. That's what we're looking for is that kind of awareness of life, that kind of feeling and sensation. And so it becomes not painful or scary any longer. It's simply an awareness. Oh, wow. At yeah. first, it can be shocking. It can be scary because you're awakening. I, I refer to this as like when the foot's asleep and it begins to wake up. Yeah. At first, that awareness is, oh my goodness, it's so overwhelming. There's too much sensation. But then you realize, oh, okay, it's kind of nice to be able to feel my feet. It's nice to have that. And so that awakening, that moment of at first when the energy starts to flow and move, it can be startling or a little concerning. But then you can, oh, I, I kind of like feeling this aliveness. That's what happens. You wake up to feel alive and you get beyond the fear of that sensation into the enjoyment. Of really being vitally, vibrantly alive.
0: Yeah, when you I hear you talk like this, I also think yeah, and be really present.
1: Another good word to be present. Great, Marta, I agree yeah. with you. Being present. And out of is- that presence, out of that presence, then we can be with other people. Yeah, I think that's what we're all looking for: is is connection, is relationship. But I've gotta be with me before I can be with someone else. And so the art awakens me to who and what I am so that I can then share that with you if you choose to to be in relationship with me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Nice. So nice to hear stories about Mary.
1: (laughs) Such a life-changing person. She was born October the 21st of 1918. And so she saw so many changes in the technology of the world, in the state of the in the politics, you know, she was subjected to the war and some of the treatment of the Japanese Americans. That's why she left the United States. She was, you know, told she'd have to go into one of the camps, and she went back to Japan. And that's how life works. Sometimes we think those, those major events are sometimes difficult, and yet that's where she met Jiro morai That's where she was introduced to the art of Jinchen. And then he asked her to bring it back to the west and so life always has a way of uh, taking us where we need to be even when we don't know it sometimes
0: yeah we can only see it afterwards <laughs>
2: yeah yeah,
0: yeah.
1: So, so yeah
0: uh because yeah we, we you already said that you have been talking about astrology with mary too because yeah can you say a little bit about that and about how yeah, astrology is connected to jutsu. how we can find it in our bodies and in our beings.
1: Yeah, good. Yeah, I, I think there's a real misconception about what astrology is, first of all, in the world. It is not the message you see in the newspaper or someone asking you, what sign are you, where we have these stereotypical responses. The reason that we include astrological information in our story is because we as individuals in our teaching, we are microcosms of the macrocosm. That means everything in the universe, everything out there, including the planets, have representatives within our bodies. And we can work with those relationships of these planetary associations to help promote within myself, happier, healthier experience. So. the the way we work with the astrological information is not predictive. You know, so much of the world thinks of astrology as, oh, it'll tell me what's gonna happen tomorrow. It'll tell me, am I gonna get married and have two kids and live in a white house? That is not what we're talking about. We're talking about physiology. We're talking about functions of the energetic body that are related to these planetary energies. And the planets themselves simply are representatives of the forces of the universe. And the universe has the ability to expand. Maybe Jupiter. The the universe has the ability to contract the planet Saturn. So these attributes, these qualities that we've learned about the planets are also qualities and attributes within the body. And when understanding those, then we can work with those energies to, to bring about happier, healthier me right now. It's not about tomorrow, what's going to happen or how I can predict the future. How can I be happy right now with who I am and with what my body is presenting? So that's how we use the astrological story. Numerology, the same way. You know, we've forgotten, we humans, I believe, have forgotten the gift of number. We have taken numbers to represent qualities we use them to measure things we use them in science to to evaluate and measure originally numbers were were understood as again functions they are qualities they are energetic expressions of the functions and the capacity of the universe and so through going back into teachings of pythagoras for instance and others we can understand the spiritual, the energetic component of these numbers that we've now relegated simply to uh, numbers of quantity. So we look at, and that's why we numbers these, these centers, these energetic centers within our body. We have 26 of them. And those 26 energetic centers have a number. And when you understand the spiritual or energetic message of that number then you know which safety is locked to go to when you have a desire for that energy to manifest in your life so we play with numbers we play with uh, astrology we play with what might be called ancient or hidden wisdoms because we believe that that's who we are we are a composite of all of the forces of the universe and when the universe is allowed to express itself through me, I'm going to have a fun, joyous experience in this life.
0: Yeah. Could you maybe uh, give an example of that? Like let's take safety energy log number three, which we can find on our, yeah, behind okay. the shoulder. So I always say it's on the back of your shoulder in that little triangle between the spine and your um shoulder blade and the shoulder there there is that soft triangle where you can find that number three and could you elaborate a little bit on the three and connect it with the astrology and the numbers
1: now marna i'm curious how did you know that three was my favorite number (laughs) 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 as a child i always loved threes well in the art of Jinchen, number three is the safety energy lock the number that helps us with relationship. And physiologically, it helps in the relationship of the breath. You know, the breath has both an exhale and an inhale. And what number three does, it's called in fact, the respiratory specialist, one of its names. It balances my exhaling and inhaling action in the breath so that that relationship is happy. It balances the relationship of my body To the external environment and it helps me with my immunity so that it protects me in that relationship of me and my environment so that i'm not vulnerable we work with the relationship it helps with the relationship of my joints you know a joint is a relationship so two bones that need to move in proper balance need a healthy relationship Things like arthritis and those labels that you'll hear about, you know, we work with the threes to help relationship. When relationships are happy, whether it's joints or between individuals, life becomes happier. So, yeah, number three is one of my favorite safety energy locks.
0: When you connect like astrology to the three.
1: Very good. So safety slot number three is related to the planet Venus. Mm hmm. And most of us have heard about Venus and we think about Venus and beauty, right? Mm -hmm. Well, what we learn about Venus in the art of Jinshin is that Venus helps us to understand the things in life that are really beautiful, peace, harmony, healthy relationships. And so Venus teaches about what's valuable in life. What do we idealize? And so when we want a, a better value system, we can hold our threes and say, "Hey Venus, remind me what's important here. What do I value?" Yeah,
0: yeah. With the three, I'm also always thinking about the. Uh, for me, it's always difficult because I'm not. Uh, how do you say it? Educated like in the uh, in a religion, but it's father, son, and <laughs> spiritual. Always- yeah, Holy the Holy Spirit.
1: Ghost, the Holy Spirit, yes.
0: Yeah. So for me, there's also something with the three. And though that
1: well, without going too deeply into our teaching, the three is the birthing place where is born the energy we know as the mediator. Yes. The one who mediates. And that's what the Holy Spirit does in, in religious or spiritual teaching. The Holy Spirit is between you and the source to mediate. And that's exactly what our threes do. Yeah. They mediate. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's always so much to tell about just that simple area in your body. I, I yeah, that's of course why I love uh, Jinsin Jutsu because we, we didn't even talk now about the color, the vibration, maybe a mineral, a smell, and everything that's also connected to uh, area in your
1: body. Yeah, they, we we learned that color and sound, as you mentioned, very important. You know, in the beginning was sound. Yeah, we learn about color as a vibration. Everything is energy, right? I mean, now we're quoting Einstein. Everything is energy. Yeah. So, learning about the energetic world helps us to understand the manifest physical world, because energy becomes matter. That is, that is simply what happens. We were energy. That became matter. Yeah. Mary would say we are energetic beings having a physical experience.
2: Yeah.
1: That's what this life is about. How the energy has become matter and demonstrates through you and me.
0: Yeah it's and it's because of this that I have been really uh, emphasizing lately uh, in my community to really talk more about what we want and our dreams And how we want the world to be instead of focusing all the time on what we do not want anymore after two years. So yeah, I'm really, I was really talking about that. Let's bring our energy to our dreams and to
1: maybe now you're talking now. You're talking like Mary, right? Now you're (laughs) Mary would always keep remind us, focus on the harmony. Yeah. Focus on what you want to see in life not what you don't want to see. Because where you put your focus is what shows up in our lives mostly. Yeah. The other thing that you reminded me of was one of her quotes that, a man without a dream is like a bird without wings. And yeah. that she always encourages us to follow our dreams, to follow our hearts, and to have big dreams.
0: Yeah, and I think really at the moment, it's, there is room for that.
1: Absolutely to really go there a little bit. Totally more. room for it. I think it's necessary. I think it's really vital right now yeah. that we humans remember that this, what we're experiencing now in terms of the difficulties is not what life is meant to be. Yeah. Hold to your dreams, remember what life can be and follow that Follow that passion, that fiery dream that will lead you into a health, healthier and happier expression. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you, well, it's, indeed, you taught me well. It's really I can really jinshin Jutsu Indeed, has really helped me also in this period. In yeah, where it's not always easy to uh, yeah to keep the joy and the bliss inside of you.
1: That's one of the things I like to remind students. You know, we we sometimes think, well, if I have the art of jinshin in my life, I won't have any difficulties. And that is not our pre- that is not our message. That is not our teaching. You know, the art doesn't guarantee you that you won't have difficulty or challenge or project. Our word is project, right? You won't have difficulties or projects. What it guarantees is that you have the tools to deal with them. Yeah. That's all we need to know that I'm not uh, helpless, to help. that I'm not powerless with the, the challenges that come in life. I'm going to have challenge and I have the tools to deal with them that's a huge promise
0: yeah and it's also which what i have seen also in my practice that even in death it can be so supportive and so empowering i yeah sometimes of course you you cannot like and it's also not our place to save someone but helping and supporting someone even yeah. though it's going to death it's just such an beautiful journey which you can make with your yeah maybe your loved one or a client yeah
1: well I think that's that's a huge human issue when we feel powerless when we feel helpless that's really no fun you know and the art gives us tools so that even when we have projects, work that needs to be done we have the tools with which that work can be accomplished and that's what we all humans want, you know. Give me a tool so that I can get beyond this limitation, this perceived limitation, to remind myself that, oh, I'm here to be happy. And I'm here to live in a healthy body.
0: Yeah. And, and even though when it's maybe not healthy for a moment or for longer, yeah, yes. you can really be supported by it, I think.
1: And, and also within the art, within the teaching is that, when those moment comes, when I'm not healthy, there's a lesson there for me. There's something to learn. You see, that's also something that Mary was so clear about. Nothing in life is good or bad. No. We evaluate it. We humans like to say, oh, that's good or that's bad. What Mary taught us was that every experience is a learning experience, that we humans are here to learn. And so when something comes that seems challenging or difficult, when I have a sore throat or I'm a project in my body, then there's something I need to wake up to, to, to awaken to something in myself that is not conducive to a happy, healthy lifestyle. I need to change the way I'm behaving, the way I'm thinking often, change that thinking, and then the disharmony will disappear. So in a funny way, those projects are really great gifts because they they wake us to a brighter, healthier, happier way of being. It's really hard sometimes though to go there with that, Marna. You know, sometimes when you have a sore throat, it's hard to say, oh good, I've got a lesson. (laughs) But you can hold your little finger and it'll help that sore throat. And gradually the ah ahas come, the awareness comes. It's like, oh, I don't need to do that again because look what happened when I did that. Not to beat myself up, Not to go into mea culpa, oh, I'm bad. No. to say, oh, good. I've learned something about me that will now free me from this. I don't have to engage in that behavior. I don't have to go with that thinking any longer. I can be free of that. That's the awakening that comes with the art.
0: Yeah. And that may change your life, transform your life. Whoa.
1: Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for me, or oh, that it, was, is simple. it might be a simple little thing that you go, yeah. oh, OK, that's nice. But sometimes it's so big. It's so shocking in a way. Wow. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, and yeah. he's also bringing clarity like, OK, this I do not want anymore in my life. Although maybe everybody around me thinks that that is a good idea in my life. I don't want it anymore in my
1: life. So, yeah, for me, it also brought me really to what do I want? And I think an important, yeah, I really agree with that, Marna. What I really think is important for us is to, when I have that recognition, maybe a lot of people like chocolate. Oh, everybody gets to have chocolate, or everybody gets to have ice cream. Well, if ice cream doesn't work for me, if it makes me feel bad in this moment, that I don't feel sacrificed, you know. I don't feel like poor me, I don't get to have ice cream. I go, No, I don't want it because it doesn't make me feel good, at least today, yeah. you know. And so, we, we leave that feeling of sacrificial or I've got, I don't get to have it, everybody else does, going, Oh, I've learned that doesn't work for me, and I'm not going to do that to myself. Yeah, it's a very different way of holding those kinds of things. And the other thing that we offer is. That's today. Maybe tomorrow that ice cream will be good for you. Maybe tomorrow your body will say, you know, I'd really like a big ice cream.
2: Yeah.
1: And you can go and have it because nothing is set in stone. Things change. Yeah. And today something doesn't serve me that maybe tomorrow will. That's why we don't make rules. Rules are like forever, right? Yeah. No, today it doesn't work. In this breath that I am right now, I'm going to say no to that ice cream, but ask me tomorrow and I may go with you and yeah. have a two scoops of ice cream. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so true that uh, yeah. Tomorrow, it's a whole different story again.
1: We yeah. sometimes forget that, you know, the now is what's important. Yeah. And tomorrow will be another now. And maybe the, the energetic world, maybe the conditions around us will be different. Maybe something within me will be different so that, what was a no yesterday can be a yes today.
0: Yeah. And I also, right, maybe the astrology is different. Maybe there's a planet in a different area in your chart, and now it feels yes. uh, different to you.
2: Absolutely.
0: Everything changed in when right. you compare it to yesterday or tomorrow. Today is, yeah.
1: So there's another basic principle life is motion, everything is moving, Marna. Yeah. Everything is moving. Our planet, the planets out there, everything is moving. And we're meant to move. Mary would often quote, life is motion, not emotion. (laughs) You know, emotions get us stuck. Yeah, especially fear, right? Yeah, we say fear paralyzes. So when we're in fear, we stop moving. And that's contrary to the movement of the universe. So, the art will help us to get back into movement. That's why the very first safety lock is number 1 is movement. Yeah. Let's get going again. Let's get into the flow of the universe so we can move through this exciting time.
0: Yeah, and move with the universe.
1: Exactly.
0: So, yeah. So yeah, we are also always saying like uh, Jensen Jutsu is a lifelong story. So, well, you have been with Jensen Jutsu for now, almost 40 years.
1: 45
0: actually. 45, yes. So can you say a little bit about that lifelong, how you are experienced that in your life, that it's still fascinating you, it's still your passion, it's still. Well, the quote that I often
1: use comes from, again, Mary, the more I know, the more I know I don't know, you know, as you, as you wake up to the, the enormous experience of life, there's just so much to learn, and the more you learn, you say, wow, makes me more curious about what I don't know, oh, I want to learn, I want to learn about that, I just said this to my friend, Carlos, yesterday, Carlos, There is so much to learn. We were talking about cycles and the planets and some of the things. And and we both agreed, wow, there's just so much to learn. Isn't it exciting? And instead of being confused by it, we were really encouraged to go a little deeper now. Oh, let's go a little deeper into this and find out what else is there for us.
0: Yeah, and I, yeah, for me, it's also like waking up to something Which you have been hearing maybe for a very long time, and then suddenly you think, Oh, through the fingers, I can also like really harmonize the elements in my body. Uh, So I know this, I have been hearing this in class, and then last year it really suddenly kind of landed in me. So, like,
1: oh, yeah, that's what Mary that's what Mary called the ahas. Oh. It's been there, but aha, I finally have brought that into my awareness, my consciousness.
0: Yeah. And for me, it was also really bringing that knowledge into my body, really integrating it. Yeah. And that's, for me, that's why it's a lifelong journey, because we are integrating step by step more and more of this art in, in, in us. So yeah, you were already talking about Carlos, your friend, Carlos Gutierrez also one of our, uh, yeah, beloved teachers, Indian Sinjutsu. And uh, you have just embarked on a new adventure with him. Can you tell us something about that?
1: Yes, wonderfully. Um, I'm very excited about the, the new path that Carlos and I and others, we have friends who've joined us and we are in the process of founding and creating a new association we're calling it the Jin Jinxin Guild, and it's an internationally-based uh, association of artists. We chose the word guild because a guild is simply an association of artists. And what we want to be is a group of individuals dedicated to self-discovery and to the encouragement of others discovering themselves, You know, one of the things that Mary Burmeister always promoted, Marna, was uniqueness, that we have to be our own individual and unique expression. I can't be a Marna, Marna can't be a Wayne, and and our job is to be the unique expression that each of us is. You know, Marna, some years ago, I was in the Netherlands and I saw a great bumper sticker that said, be yourself. There are enough of the others. <laughs> okay. And that was so, I thought that's a real Art of Jinjin Jin, bumper sticker because that's what we encourage self expression, unique expression. And Carlos and I in the Jinjin Jin Guild are going to use the teachings of Jiro and Mary Burmeister to nurture and foster self-expression, unique individuals, because we believe that the diversity of every individual, and it's a unique expression, that diversity strengthens all of us. The world sometimes asks us to conform, to be like everybody else. And that is not what we're intended to be. The creator wanted you to be uniquely Marna so there could be a unique expression of what creation can be. It's not limited. And as each new individual comes along in their self-expression, the world is expanding and growing and the creative force is seen in a new way. So it's it's really important for us that this creative expansion of individual uniqueness be nurtured and fostered. That's what we wanna bring to the world. And that's one of the basic principles in the Genshin Guild. Find your own unique expression. Yeah. And yes, we encourage you to be who you are rather than being threatened or intimidated or attempt to control. We want you to be that unique being that you are so we can all benefit from the light and the way you reflect the light. That's our journey. So this new association, we hope to be up and operational. We put a lot of time and, and energy into, we're looking at a new curriculum, a new way of expressing the message. Uh, and we hope to be operational by spring, of this, this spring. So we'll see how it goes, what's meant to be, but that's our excited new adventure that we're, we're putting a lot of time and energy into.
0: Yeah, and it's a beautiful time uh, for a seed to start to grow uh, the
1: springtime isn't it absolutely and 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 we're also you know we're mindful that we in the world on the planet we are in a new time we will never be the way we used to be some folks are waiting for us to, for things to go back to normal it's not going to happen you know yeah. this is a right action the universe is moving us into a new ways of being and we want to Adapt. We want to be able to move forward into, you know, only those who can adapt will survive. That's a basic principle of of life, that life depends on adaptation. So the guild, the Jinjin Guild, as an internationally based nonprofit education research group is going to nurture, especially that principle of unique expression.
0: Yeah, beautiful. Well, I'm looking forward to see how it's starting, how this seed is starting to come uh, above the ground and starts to blossom, I hope.
1: So, Me yeah. too. Well, we welcome you to join us. In fact, that's another piece that we want to promote is cooperation, Marna. You know, there are so many folks today on the planet who have their own vision of the art. There are different instructors who have gone on and created their own schools. Others are doing their work with the art. And what Carlos and I are are offering is let's come together in cooperation. Let's cooperate. Yeah. And you be who you are and we'll be who we are. And let's find a common ground for all of us to promote the world into a happier, healthier expression. So Anyone who honors the teaching of Jermarai and Mary Burmeister, whose work and whose, whose intention is to learn and grow in that path, we welcome and will cooperate and work and play with you in that journey because we feel we're all on this journey together.
0: Yeah, I love it. So, well, we, I wish you lots of, for especially fun and joy with this new adventure where you are on so, um, yeah, we, I could talk for hours with you, of course, and maybe I will invite you back one time, maybe to go a little bit deeper on the astrology part or the numerology part.
2: Oh, but I'd like that. Yeah. Yes, that'd be Great.
0: Yeah. I would love to, well, who knows where this journey of my podcast is going to bring me, but uh, yeah, I hope to see you back one time. Oh. Uh, and for now, Yeah. I always want to end a podcast or not end, but the last thing we want to do is to really help people to become their own testimony. So I wanted to ask you, what is your favorite hold? And of course, in the moment, we know maybe tomorrow or in two weeks or in a year, you will have another favorite hold, but what's the go-to hand position for you now? And would you share that with us, us and take us into a, small meditation of five, seven minutes to, yeah, to be with that hold together with you.
1: Great. Well, as you said, Marna, it's really, it would be at this point after 45 years of study and learning and experiencing the art, it would be really a difficult thing for me to say, this is my favorite. What I know is sometimes I'll be through my understanding and my learning, my awareness, I'll learn, oh, I need to hold my finger. Other times I'll say, oh, I want to hold my shoulder or my knee because of the the energies present in those areas and how they help to harmonize me. So with that, with that qualification, what I'm drawn to right now is let's ask our friends to hold their shoulder and the side of the pubic bone. Okay. Now this is. Here in the shoulders where the 11s and the 3s live, but we're simply going to let our hand rest over our shoulder.
0: Yes. So you place your your right hand on your left shoulder or your left hand on the right shoulder and just hang it there as like a coat hanger.
1: Exactly. And what I want folks to focus on is the feeling. What does that feel like? What do you feel with that action? And your other hand, right or left, depending on which way you've gone, you've crossed to the opposite shoulder, and the other hand is going to go to the same side of the body and hold the area where the leg uh, joins the abdomen, in the groin area, or what we know as safety Lock number 15. So let's just simply be in that posture for a moment.
2: What do you feel?
1: What do you feel in your shoulder? What do you feel in your pelvis beside the pubic bone there?
2: Those of us as students
1: of the art will recognize this as a very uh, simple way of helping that side of the body, what we call the supervisors, to take care of the left or the right sides of the body. So that ultimately we're looking for relaxation. We're looking for a sensation
2: of ease.
1: And and how can I allow my shoulders? And the word allow is important here, friends. Allow yourselves to feel your shoulders relaxing. Allow yourselves to feel the energy as your leg joins your abdomen. Allow yourself to feel that side of your body, right and or left. How is it relaxing? How am I letting go?
2: Now a little further
1: study into the art will, let you, will tell us that this action of placing my hand on my shoulder and there in my groin, it helps me to exhale. You know, there are two things we do in life, friends. We exhale and we inhale. That could be stated, we love and we receive love. We exhale and we let go. This action promotes that exhaling, letting go. Whichever side you're on, right or left, that side of the body is being encouraged to exhale, to let go of any tension,
2: of any holding,
1: of anything that's not happy and healthy, let it go. And folks, I'm gonna suggest we go ahead and change hands. Let's put our hands on the other side. Let's, let's not just have one side of our body being exhaling, relaxing, feel it on the other side. Feel it. What is the sensation? As the energy of life helps me to let go, to exhale.
2: Now both sides
1: are letting go. There's a common expression in English, probably in other languages too, let go and let God, whatever you consider God to be, but let that creative source of life work its magic in you. Let go and let the source act. That's what this whole promotes. My letting go, my trusting the universe, my trusting life by letting go. And anytime in your life that you're confronted with that concern, that need to let go and let life work its magic, this is a great posture to go into. Let go and let life demonstrate its magic in me and i like to do that on both sides now its counterpart marna if we could also one other piece let's go to the other side of the story the inhaling side and that is simply done by placing the hand on the shoulder you can leave your hand there on the same shoulder but instead of holding the the uh, pubic bone in the front let's simply sit on our hand on that side I'm taking that hand and I'm sitting on it with my sit bones. And now I'm encouraging the inhaling action for life to come in and to nourish me with the abundant inhale. And I'm getting all that I need. All that my body wants so that it can function properly is being supplied through the inhaling breath. Not only does it bring all that I need, it also purifies and cleans. We call it the purified inhaling breath that cleans the body. So now I'm receiving all that I need and I'm purifying and cleaning this side of my body. Maybe our friends will be playing with their exhaling, inhaling breath as we go through these simple postures. Feel the inhale. I want you to feel your body receiving the breath of life from your toes all the way to the top of your head.
2: Feel yourself receiving all
1: that you need to be happy and healthy. Feel yourself receiving all that's needed to purify and clean the body. Feel it. Don't think about it.
2: Feel it.
1: From head to toe, we exhaled. And now from toe to head, we're inhaling. And I'm gonna change hands once again and go to the other side. So that both sides of my body are now inhaling and receiving that abundant inhale. From my toes to my head, I receive. From my head to my toes, I let go. That is the breath. We are the breath of life in a body. And when we let go of everything, we're available to receive the abundance that is ours on my left side and on my right side. You know, it seems so simple, Marna, And life can sometimes seem so complicated. We sometimes ask, how can something so simple as holding my shoulder and sitting on my hand bring me the help I need? And to that question, I say, be it, feel it, do it. Go into that posture and feel what happens when you encourage your body to receive, to inhale. Or when you put your hand on your pubic bone, feel what happens when you encourage your body to let go. And what I know is my friends, with that experience, you will know the art of jenshin. You will know what is possible for you through these simple actions. Life is simple. It's not always easy, but the principle is simple. If I will let go, stop carrying those burdens if i'll allow myself to receive the abundance that is mine then i can get on with being who i am be the creator and matter is laughter and have a good time in a happy healthy body so this i encourage marna those two simple postures the shoulder and the front of the body on the pelvis the pubic bone and then the other side inhaling The first helps me to let go to exhale. And then when I sit on my hand, it helps me to inhale. And I like to do it on both sides. And that simple practice, five, seven minutes a day or twice a day, will totally transform your life. I guarantee it.
0: Yeah, I already, I can so feel how that's expanding your breath. And uh, I always love to do some self-help for myself. Are you ever without something? Are you, no, <laughs> no.
1: I always have the art of jinjin with me, encouraging me. And I'm I'm learning to listen. This is important. Learning to listen to the urges that motivate me, to the message of my body. And if my body says, use this posture because I need that, or use that posture, hold that finger because I need to release that attitude. No, I am never without this wonderful friend this companion in life that is always with me on the journey.
0: Yeah. And I, yeah, I mean, neither. It's always, sometimes it's as simple as holding a finger and sometimes it's a whole flow with like uh, 10 steps maybe, but uh, yeah, I will. I, it's just, uh, there's no day without it.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. We yeah. have what we need to be happy and healthy. Yeah. That's it.
0: Yeah. And I also really encourage people to really follow their hands see where does that hand wants to go. Maybe today it wants to go to the left shoulder and tomorrow it wants to go to the right shoulder. If you do not have time to do both sides or to just follow your hands because your hands know more than your
1: head does. (laughs) Give yourself the permission of doing what feels good. Yeah. If that feels better on your left side, hold your left side. If it feels better on your right, hold your right side. But the important thing is you've listened to your body. Yeah, You've allowed your body to give you feedback about what it wants and needs so that you can be happy, healthy, and have a good time. Let's all learn to listen to our bodies because the body will never lie to you. This is a huge truth.
0: Yeah, and it's also, it's what I'm also always explaining. It's talking to you. How do you think, how do you think that, your body is talking to you. It's talking to you through pain or dis-ease or maybe something that tingles or a tension somewhere. The body is talking to you. Yeah, and don't numb that immediately after yeah. you have... Yeah, like uh, my children, when they were very young, I didn't want to them to take an aspirin when they ha- had an e- uh, a headache, for example. So I was always telling them, don't do that, but first there are other things possible. So one time my boy was in uh, school and uh, he had a headache. So uh, his teacher said, well, you can go to the, uh, 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 how do you say it, janitor? To the mm-hmm. janitor, yeah. Go There's to the janitor,
2: okay. yeah,
0: and get an get a aspirin there and then he said eight years old to his teacher my mother does does not want me to take an aspirin (laughs) oh and i found found that very very good of that teacher or i love that he did that he said oh what does your mother advise you then (laughs) so he said well my mother said that i first need to drink a glass of water then i need to eat something because maybe my blood sugar was too low and i need to go outside
1: Oh, said that teacher. Well, good job, mom. You did a great (laughs) job in education there, Marna. Good. Yeah, but
0: also that teacher, I really, it was a very young teacher, 23 years old. And he said to my son, well, go do that and take your friend uh, with you outside and go play outside for a couple of minutes and then come back.
1: Wisdom in that. A lot of wisdom in his response to your son.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was amazed that he was doing that. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I, And and in this young age, I was really like, oh, so happy that he, this was his response to what my son was t- telling him. And of course I was like, oh no, <laughs> this teacher yeah. must think that I, <laughs> I'm crazy.
1: <laughs> Sometimes we get so set in our ways, we forget to listen you know, to what people are saying to us. And that teacher was listening to your son. I really applaud his behavior. That was great.
0: Yeah, I really, uh, yeah. it. I, I thought it was really very wise. Wisdom. Yeah, yeah, It I thought it was very wise how he did it. So, well, uh, thank you very much for this talk. We are going to wrap it up because we are almost, I think, more, over an hour now. And uh yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It was, it's always a joy to talk with you about that, what is our passion, what fascinates us and what we love. And um, yeah, I hope to see you another time, talk to you another time.
1: Well, Marna, I thank you. You know, you know that what you're doing is helping me to satisfy my dream of having a happy, healthy world, of bringing this message, the art of Jingen to the world so that we can all be what we're intended to be. Wonderfully creative, alive, vital human beings, living in a happy, healthy body. Yeah. And so thank you for giving me the opportunity to share with our friends what you and I know is this passion that, that The Art of gentian promotes. And, and yes, if, if I can ever be of benefit or if you wanna talk with me again, maybe we'll get more into some other topic, uh, you know, like astrology or more detailed about numerology. Any of that will always be fun for me. Yeah. And please friends, look for look for here, the word about the Genshin the Guild. You'll be hearing from us. And we want to encourage you to join with us, to cooperate with us in bringing this message of health and harmony to the world. So you'll be hearing from us. <laughs>
0: Thank you for today. And uh, yeah, I will, uh, when the time is there to, uh, when the seed has grown up a little bit, (laughs) we will be back and uh, I will share it with uh, the community, uh, what is happening in that
1: area. Thank you so much. Yeah, we're still germinating, but you'll be hearing from us. We'll sprout soon. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) So thank you. Have a wonderful day on Kauai because yeah you are your day has just begun and my day is ending now
1: so great well we're both blessed to be where we are that's what i know so thank you so much aloha everyone we'll see you down the road
0: okay thank you and we will speak again bye 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 now thank you for listening and sharing your time and space with us I hope you enjoyed the conversation with Wayne as much as I did. I will certainly revisit this episode, although of course I have been in this conversation and I have been listening to it already. But yeah, I really feel that there are so many nuggets of inspiring wisdom here. And as we also mentioned in the episode, sometimes it takes time and repetition to really be able to embody some of this wisdom and knowledge and sometimes it takes time for it to really lend into your being so the beauty of a podcast is you can revisit whenever and wherever you want when you felt inspired and you'd like this episode please share it with a friend or if you know someone who you think would really love this episode and this conversation Share it with them. And uh, if you like, rate the podcast or leave a review. All of this is so much more helpful than you may think. So until next week, I send you my gratitude and love and speak to you soon.